another whopping wednesday episode this episode this week is for us ladies so make sure you get you a pen and pad because i have hadusa divine here with me she's joining us for whopping wednesday we're going to be having a girl talk she's going to be giving y'all tips on how to help you master head so you can stop biting on your man penis because i know many of you out there are so how are you doing hadusa <laughs> I am absolutely amazing, Kayla. I am absolutely amazing. Thank you so much for having me on your show. I super appreciate it. I'm happy to have you. Um, like I said earlier, this is a no judgment zone. I don't judge nobody over here, okay? I'm all for women. You get your corn how you want to get your corn, okay? And you are very professional. You probably one of the most professional people that slid in my emails, honestly. And we got us all set up to pretty much talk about your book, what you do, and also help many ladies out here too, because you are a master oralist. And tell us more about yourself. Yes. So again, thank you so much, Kayla, for having me on your show. So hello, everyone. My name is Hadusa Divine. I am actually, just in generally, I'm a jack of all trades. So when it comes to manifest, manifesting consistent financial abundance, I'm able to really blend like sexual energy and creative energy with self-employment, with mm -hmm. entrepreneurship, that when all combined really just work and flow with one another, I have multiple streams of income and I'm really able to just create, maintain and sustain everything together. Right? Yes. yes. That's, it's just, it's in, it's a flow for me a thousand percent. So I actually have two main sides of Hadusa in reference to my dick sucking side. I'm a master oralist. I'm a mm -hmm. dick sucking expert. I'm a sloppy toppy connoisseur, right? Yeah. And I love to create solo content and I love to create content with my partner. I have a partner in nine years. So I have that side. And then I have the other side where I'm a webcam performer and I really identify as like a digital fantasy, a cyber seductress, and a virtual sexual energy performer. Clearly, right, I have a mask on, right? Yeah. So as a mask performer, I also identify as a muse and a source of inspiration, not only for myself, but for others that are inspired by my different creations. So I love to write, I love to teach about self-empowerment and becoming your own version of a master or a list in one book series, and then a top earning webcam artist and performer in my other book series. And I have off authored three different books last year in 2020 alone. So my first book series is entitled The Official Blowjob Handbook Series. I have mm -hmm. two different volumes in that, which I'm sure we're definitely going to dive into today. And then I have a totally different book series, which is called The Official Webcam Handbook Series. And I have one volume in that. So all of my products, all of my services, my social media, everything is available in one spot, which is my website, IamHedusa.com, which we'll talk about more in this interview. So thank you again, Kayla. Yes. For me. First of all, come on, honey, with that pitch and that lay down. <laughs> like, I like the fact that you, like, you brand yourself. I feel like I always tell people that you are your brand. So if you get up here, even let's say you milk cows for a living. If I ask you what you do, you need to be able to break it down, like, one by one, and make, make it fascinating. Bring, reel the people in, you feel me? Exactly. That's, that's what you got to do. 
So your name, Hedusa Divine, I like that name. It's very catchy. Like, how did you even get that name? Yeah, so Hedusa is actually a mind, a body, and soul embodiment. And it's an ancient energetic archetype overall. So I get deep with it, Kayla. I get mm. deep with it, okay? I know. So, I read your book where you yes. talk about the mind and physical and spiritual. And I was like, yes. my gosh. Like, I you, never, didn't, you didn't even know that could be all put together, did you? I <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, the origin of Hedusa is actually, it's a brainchild. So that was manifested by myself and my long-term partner throughout our journey of engaging within the art of sucking dick. So there's actually three different ways to say my name. And you actually chose the one that I actually identify with the most. Mm. So the first way to say it is Hedusa, right? It's a play on goddess Medusa, which Mm. is the one that I go by and identify with the most because it represents the assertive way that I suck dick. It's like a head monster. Right. So Mm -hmm. that was the main entendre that I go by. Right. But then the second one is Head USA, which is what I get off in a lot as well. They're like, yes, Head USA, come to the stage. And I'm like, I actually go by Hedusa, but you're not wrong. So (laughs) with this one, this brings out more of my digital fantasy side where I identify as that virtual master oralist and dick sucking scientist. And it gives I really give like a one of a kind top-notch a1 head right so Mm -hmm. since i am a mass performer i am seen as really a mystery lady right and i'm located somewhere in the usa where i may be very near to you actually but exactly where and how you'll never know right so you talk about that in your book too yeah that later about how you protect yourself and and moves to the next question on the purpose of your mask so i can't really see your mask that well can you like kind of push the camera okay there we go that's the so what is the whole purpose of the mask because i read the book i know but for others who are watching (laughs) got you got you so thank you so much for asking this by the way right so i am clearly well not clearly but i also am a webcam performer which i said in the beginning and within the webcaming industry i identify as what i've coined as a webcam artist and performer right so instead Mm -hmm. of the traditional webcam model the cam model the cam girl and then also i again fuse those creative and sexual energies together and i really think and believe that they're two sides of the same coin and in working with that type of perspective I actually identify as a sexual energy performer instead of like a sex worker because I really find that to be more of an empowering that's classic of yeah that's <laughs> it's really more empowering and I'm all mm-hmm. about empowerment when it comes to this instead of just like working and working like a hamster on a wheel right mm-hmm. so I mainly focus, with that being said, as a webcam artist and performer and as a sexual energy performer, I mainly focus on funneling my creative and sexual energies from within outwards. So I really identify and see myself as a channel or as a vessel to be, to express that energy through myself physically, right? Through my specializations, through my performance routines that I do on cam and in my content. So this is where the muse part really comes into play because my focus isn't about hair. It's about makeup. I got eyelashes on, you know, because I got to have the lashes, but you know, it's not about makeup, hair, lingerie, Mm -hmm. what toys I have. It's really just about the experience that I create as the mass performer, right? So I really just saw a need to share about this approach that you can be a mass performer and to help inspire and catalyze those that are interested, those that need encouragement and guidance to start their own journey in the sex industry. So 
specifically mm. on cam not many other performers wear masks right so this naturally just sets me apart and piques the interest of those that enter my room on my different sites that i work on so as that cyber seductress again i really have a seductive gift of gab right if you're mm -hmm. under my if you hear the sound of my voice for just like i would say like 10 to 15 seconds right mm -hmm. you you'll you'll just be hooked right and you'll just be wanting to engage with me right because it's like who is this lady with the mask on like that's just really really appealing yeah. right yeah ask too because that's different from some of the videos that i've seen so you have yeah this is the, this is my this is my interview mask right I'm, I'm i'm not performing in this mask on cam it's hot it's latex like i'm not and i cam for like at a time i cam for like five to seven hours at a time so this is like my interview mask i would say on cam i have more of like a breathable mask yeah that's your professional mask yeah this so is i know I know you talk, you actually, for people who, people are probably curious, like, okay, how do you date doing this profession? Mm -hmm. But you have been in a relationship for nine years, so clearly that's working okay. He right. supports what you're doing and stuff like that. So were you with him before you got into the industry? Yes, I was. And oh. he's actually the one who put me on to the webcaming industry. He oh. is like, and it's really, it's really unique. It's really different because a lot of people have their partners adverse to what they do in the sex industry. They're like, no, you can't do this. No, you can't do that. No, right. no, 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 no. But he was just like, hey, this is an industry that I think you would be really good in because like, you know how you have a partner and you sex them, you send them pictures and videos right. and everything like that. I've always just had a niche for doing the head, right? So I would suck. I'm really kinky. So I know in some of my videos specialty girl here is yours and you can't yeah, exactly and you know i'm really kinky so i suck like cucumbers i don't know if you've seen some of my videos cucumbers yeah. dildos all that so i would just practice like i'm a really passionate type of person so i would just practice i would send him videos i send him pictures and all that kind of stuff and he was just like there's this industry i would love to tell you about and he introduced me to the concept of webcamming what it was how to actually do it and before he did, you know, I would go to the, the, the porn sites and I would see it, but I didn't know how to sign up for it. I didn't know what it specifically was. I didn't know how it worked. But once he put me on, I ran with his advice. I created my own approach that works best for me. And I figured out a way to earn a substantial amount of money through camming on a consistent basis. So that's when, when he saw me do that, when he saw me run with it, he was like, you should write a book about this as well. So that's when I wrote a book oh, about kind of like your man, but you're you're kind of like a guide, man. like a guide, yeah. Okay, mm -hmm. So I mean, this thing, I've never heard of nobody like that is having somebody that's just so supportive. Hey, he's a Scorpio. Scorpios get down. To get down. The horror stories about people that's in a uh, sex industry where mm -hmm. kind of like the guy was kind of pipping them out almost, like having right. doing things mm -hmm. that. And was kind of taking all the money. I can't remember which person that uh, did an interview like that. But seems like he's supportive. <laughs> Y'all getting the bag together. Straight up. Straight up. And I'm the, it's kind of like the Oprah and Stedman type of relationship, or not relationship, but dynamic, right? It's like I'm out in front. He's still supportive and he's helped guiding me and like just like refining the things that I do. But he's mm -hmm. more of like the background and I'm more up front. Mm, I don't know about Oprah and Stanley because we don't really know what Stanley do for a living. What does Stanley do? <laughs> You'll never know. <laughs> <laughs> That's the mystery about it. 
So the mystery. I'm people, doing it. You know, they hearing you say webcam artists, they're probably thinking porn stars. So how do you tell the difference between a webcam model, a webcam creative like yourself or artists? Which which one do you prefer? I like webcam performers fine because that's like the general mm -hmm. term people identify as. They're like, oh, okay, I know what that is. An artist, I don't know. But okay. performers. And a webcam, you know, porn star. So how do you mm -hmm. like determine the different three? For people yeah, who are watching, so, like, she's a porn star. Yeah, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, so this is actually a great question. I actually, no one's actually ever asked me this question before. And um, I, so I like to just start out with some similarities just so you guys can you know, grass that they're mm -hmm. not that different, but then I'm going to go into two main differences, right? Okay. So I like to start with saying that they both are performing in front of a camera, right? Technically, mm -hmm. They both include you getting paid for your specializations and your performance routines as well. They right. both include a certain level of skill, a certain level of acting, performing, and creating an experience, right? Now, I see two main differences, though, between these two career paths in the sex industry. So difference number one, I would say, is the type of engagement that is done with the camera, right? Mm -hmm. So as a porn star, you're usually engaging with the person or the people that you're sexually oh, with, okay. right? So you may look at the camera. I'm sure you've seen porn where people all up <laughs> in a camera yeah. like that from here <laughs> to there, but that's not the main focus, right? Now... Mm -hmm. As that webcam performer, specifically a solo webcam performer, you're looking into the cam pretty much like this, right? Mm -hmm. And you are performing as if you're physically engaging with the person on the other side of the cam, right? So there's uh -huh. somewhat of an exception if you're performing with another person, like on cam, there might be mm -hmm. one, two, three people, usually not more than three. But it's not really that different, right? The main point of webcam is to fulfill the desires, the fantasies, the fetishes of the customer. And they pay to play for you to do just that, right? That's the main difference. That's the first difference. Difference number two is how the money is earned, right? So as a porn star, you're being recorded. You're performing live for the camera one time. So you're paid as a content creator. Well, you know, one time, time to time, obviously, right? You can have multiple bookings, but you're paid as a content creator for performing in that specific recording. And then the recording is either posted on porn sites for free or clip sites where you get that residual income, which it's a great, like getting that residual income is great, might I add, honestly. Yeah. Now, as that webcam performer, when you're performing live on cam, you're performing in real time. You're engaging with the customer and or client in real time. And you're making money while you're performing in real time. So you usually aren't being recorded, even though some customers do this, right? Without asking for your permission. And then you just go on a porn site and then there you are. There's your whole session you just did, right? And all its glory. But anyways, you usually aren't being recorded. Whereas yeah. in being a porn star, it's required for your content to be recorded, to be later viewed and sold on different sites. Mm, so... Most porn, because sometimes you see like porn star, like porn on different types of websites, right? Mm -hmm. I was wondering, do they get an actual fee for that if it gets on Pornhub, XX videos? It like depends on the contract. You oh. want to do that. Like, I, like, honestly, people need to know more about business before getting into this industry because a lot of people can get burned and just like manipulated and taken advantage of. Like, I honestly, I see this industry very similar to the music industry. 
I really do. It's kind of like the undercurrent side of the music industry. Like the music industry is all out in the open and that sex industry is like, because they're both creative. They're both artistic, mm -hmm. right? So just like in the music industry, people don't know what they're doing. They sign contracts. They got to do this. They got to sell all these. They it could be the same thing. It could be the same thing in the sex industry. And it's like, I'm sorry, they probably get like three hundred dollars for like that one gig, but the person is posting it everywhere. They're getting the company everywhere. posts yeah. the video and they're getting that residual. But it's like if you sell oh. it with the company, hey, I need some of that residual. I need a percentage off of that. That's the way you want to do that, not just the one and done. Because you get that three hundred dollars. Okay, it's like a stim a stimulus check. <laughs> you get that, and then what? Mm -hmm. Then what? What's your right? You want that residual, you want that passive income to follow right. suit as well. So you gotta think like a business. Get girl, you need to make a business book because um because <laughs> <laughs> I you know, I I'm really into like learning about different fields, it don't matter what it is. And mm -hmm. when I find, like how much like porn star, that's why I was like, okay, only fans, these girls are getting money, like they're making more money than porn stars are getting 250 dollars and they go on about their business and then the person mm -hmm. who shot the video like they make it off of you right and you do so, not want that happen you don't want that to happen so how do you look at even the only fans like do you look at it as a come off but so many women are going on there posting their feet they getting the check and they're able to like survive they don't ever have to work a nine to five again mm -hmm. do you think it's like a better safer way for women who wanted to get into it but didn't know how to yeah, so I say, and I know you asked about like misconceptions and stuff, so I'll touch on this a little bit. Mm -hmm. With OnlyFans, it's 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 different because a lot of people get into it and they don't know what they're doing, right? They just think they're gonna make an OnlyFans, make some videos, post some pictures, and then they're just gonna get a check, right? And it doesn't necessarily mm -hmm. work like that. With OnlyFans, you it's just it's literally an independent site, it's an indie site. And it's a payment processor. So it pretty much acts as the in-between between you and the customers who engage with you, right? That's mm -hmm. it. They don't generate traffic for you. They don't funnel people towards your page. They mm -hmm. don't promote and market you. They're literally just an indie site and a payment processor. That's it. So, so an own fan base. Huh? Right. You have to have your own fan base. You have to bring the people to the site to engage with you and subscribe to you, right? So it's like, you're not just going to make it. And then all of a sudden you just come up, right? You have to put in the work you have to put in. You have to get those. If you have connections with people that have, you know, the successful OnlyFans, they can right. promote you. You can do sale for sale or whatnot. However, it's like, if you're starting at square one, you don't have anybody to promote you. You don't have any connections. Then you have to do it yourself. You have to make your own social media accounts. You have to get your name out there yourself in order to get subscribers. And then you have to keep the subscribers enticed to continue to resubscribe month to month. Like a lot of work. It's a lot of work. And that's why <laughs> it's like you see it, you hear it about you hear about it in all these songs and the media and all this stuff. And it's like, yeah, that's the upside of it. That's like the the goal side of it, the ideal side of it. But what right. what are the steps that that it takes to get there actually? What what are they? I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a whistleblower. I'm gonna let you know it's not always cracked up to be like you have to put in the work. You have to have connections. You have to promote and market yourself in order to now. If you have a niche, if you have something that's very unique, that's very you're skilled at something, you're a master at something. It's easier for you to promote yourself. It's easier for you to build your clientele. 
instead of just doing everything and people are like what is she known for I don't know she just does this and this and that you want to like niche yourself right but it's like you have to understand that it's not just like you make it and you get a bag you have exactly. that pro- that's a process good advice ladies because everybody's like i'm gonna make her only fans okay you can't yeah, that's for right. her you can't it's gonna sit there until you like right, right. so right. when was the moment for you when you was like okay when it comes to this head game like i'm a master at this i'm fire i need to capitalize off this like when was the moment you knew like i'm like i'm really a headmaster mm-hmm. yeah i would say that that moment came when I saw on NSFW Twitter, right? I don't know if you're on NSFW Twitter. Mm-hmm. And NSFW Twitter is pretty much, it's not suitable for work Twitter, right? That's when I got into this field. And I, I made a Twitter back in December, 2019. And I just saw that there really wasn't an established standard for dick sucking. The standard that was in place was very low. It had no organization, no mm-hmm. direction, no type of educational aspect to it. Yeah. It was honestly just a free-for-all, honestly. <laughs> it was just people doing whatever. And I just wanted to do, I wanted to create different techniques that a lot of us do perform, right? But they mm-hmm. do, don't have names for them. Besides, yeah. I think one name now is like the Gok Gok 3000. It's really like the Superhead move. I don't know how old you are, but do you know about Superhead? Yeah, I'm 29. Yeah, yeah. oh, you're 29. I used to sneak and watch her. <laughs> So like now, like the the younger generations are calling it the Gawcock three thousand. I'm like, that's the Superhead move. Superhead needs to go get her royalties. But anyways, I just really like saw a need to change this, like to present a standard, present a level of organization and just direction, right? As well as create that alternative way to engage with the art of sucking dick. And I took it upon myself to do just this, right? Even though a big part of engaging in this art form is the entertainment value. That's provided. I wanted to go more of the educational route and to create different terms, create different techniques, name different techniques that we all do that just don't have names to it. We don't Um, know. I mean, let's be honest. Yeah, we don't know what we like. Don't know that he likes in his eyes roll back, but you got some really dope names for like. Yeah. You're bobbing for dick. (laughs) I was like, oh my god, like. and then I think you said that's actually like a more skilled one, right? Well, that one, I think maybe what you're talking about is the straw suck one where you're when you're sucking yes. in. Is that the one you're talking about? So I was like, mm-hmm. I was very intrigued because you gave it names so that people who actually get your book, get your video tutorial, the name matches what they're doing. So, and then you can explain, you can, you can understand how to do it yourself. And then you can explain it to somebody else. That's the thing. Cause a lot of people, they do this stuff, but they can't explain it to someone else. Mm -hmm. And it's like, you really know if you're a master, if you're an expert in something, if you can explain it to somebody else. So that's what I wanted to do was help you give you those words, give you those techniques, give you those vocabulary terms. So then it could, you know, word of mouth is still the, the most powerful promo and marketing skill right sure is so it can so people be like hey girl i got this book you know her name's hadusa she gives all these different things you can make it a a sex party whatever you want to do with it but just like make it a casual in a way but make it uh write it in a way where it's like i'm giving you the components 
right? I'm giving you all the different components that you can have. Mm-hmm. You combine it in the way that you want. So then you're empowering your own self. You're doing your own journey and you're becoming your own version of a master oralist. In my book, I'm not saying you have to suck dick like Hadusa or you're a failure. I'm not right. saying that. What I'm saying is here are, here are the different aspects. Here are the different components. You can combine them in the, a, a different way every time you do it. Every single time you do it. It's like a, a, a numerable amount of combinations that you could do with. And I give eight different techniques in the mm-hmm. official blowjob handbook series, like eight in volume two, and I give three in volume one. So it's like with those, it's kind of like, I don't know if you remember the, uh, the story, the, the five loaves and two fish that type of story. It's kind of like that type of idea in the Bible. Oh. It's like, dude, the, she's like, girl, you switched all the way up. <laughs> what are you talking about? But yeah, good. so it's kind of like that. If, if y'all... You, I'm glad that you brought that up. You right. Know, people are like, watching like this. Right. <laughs> They're like, what is she talking about? But it's like you manifest your own type of technique, your own type of experience within it. And then you're like, hey... I feel good. Hey, I trust myself more. I love myself more. I can do, I can see myself empowering myself more and embracing my own personal power. And that's what I wanted to do instead of promoting the same narrative of, oh, hoes, thoughts. I use this chick to suck my dick. I throw her away. Like that narrative is played out. We're not doing that no more. Just It's old. It's old. Like, you're teaching women how to like be in control. Like you're in control about mentally using dick sucking that way. Like you got real, real like deep in that particular chapter of your book mm-hmm. where you have to, you pretty much just giving them vices saying you got it. Feel good about yourself. Even when you start talking about deep throat, um, deep throat, because I think we all, you know, sometimes you start getting, you feel like you're going to throw up, mm-hmm. you know, and I think I don't <laughs> enjoy doing it because you don't want to throw up on his doggone penis right but they really advice on how to just you know just relax your muscles relax your mouth and everything will be okay and i was like wow like it really is a women's empowering book but it also helps your man too because we hear a lot of men especially you know in my industry a lot of men that get on these shows and they just dog women out it's second dick is trash and things like that Mm -hmm. and I think like honestly a lot of women you just don't know and I honestly had to learn that how you may suck one guy's dick Mm -hmm. you may not suck the other guy's dick the same way because Mm -hmm. the different sizes Mm -hmm. different so it may work for him but it may not work for him right right so how would you give advice for women who like you know, they have one guy, he loved the way they were sucking dick, but then they get over to this guy and he don't like it. Like, you're biting his dick up pretty much. Right. I would say you just have to really connect with yourself first, right? So I know you mentioned, like, the mind, the body, the spirit. So that's, I, I write about and teach about sucking dick from, like, a holistic perspective. Mm-hmm. So before we even get into the physicality of it, you have to get your own self right. You have to get your right. own attitude right, right? Because if you don't do that, whatever you physically do outside of yourself, is it, it's just going to be a misstep or it's not going to be as authentic as you want it to be, right? Hey, y'all, let me give you the 411 on Meraki Kalan. Meraki Kalan has cosmetics, waist beads, custom bracelets, 
and apparel. So many great items for you to choose from. And my favorite is the vegan based lip gloss. Use code Kayla411 to get 10% off right now. So with that being said, getting yourself aligned first, getting your own things together, then you can go outside and engage with the person. Now, when you physically engage with the person, right, you have to understand that, yeah, there are different ways that you do the techniques. That's why I have the book written how it is, because it's like, let's talk about, and you guys have to get the book to get this, but let's talk about the straw suck, right? Mm -hmm. It's pretty much where you go down, you blow out, you come up, you suck in, right? You're literally sucking Mm -hmm. his dick like a straw. So let's say somebody has like an average size dick. You can go all the way down on it, deep throated, all that kind of stuff, and then come back up, right? You, then you have this other dick that's like huge, right? You, you can only go halfway down on it. You can, you're pretty much still doing the same technique, but you're adjusting and tweaking it just a little bit because you're not deep throating it, but you're still blowing out. You're still sucking in. You're still generating that spit. So it's like you fine tune it to that specific dick and he thinks oh my gosh she really knows my dick oh my gosh she's <laughs> this and that and it's just like you're just in flow mm-hmm. with it because you're in flow with yourself and you've gotten yourself together first right it's like mm-hmm. think of it kind of like you're giving from an overflowing cup instead mm-hmm. of your cup being empty and you're engaging with somebody else and like you and it's just a it's just an experience that isn't as potent or isn't as powerful as it could be, mm-hmm. has the potential to be, because you're not full, you're not whole yourself, right? And I feel like just in general, and not to get too off topic, but I just want to say this, just in general, it's like we engage with other people because we are lacking something within ourselves, right? But how mm-hmm. I really teach about this subject, I got one of the most taboo subjects, right? It's like, it's so taboo, it's so, it's a no-no, but everybody's right. talking about it in their video, head this, suck dick this, head in the whip whatever you know it's all about that but it's like oh we can't do that oh that's but how I see it is that when you present the empowering side to it and you present that you're in control of it and you're actually guiding the experience and how the turnout like you're responsible for how it turns out you are not not the not the person laying there with the dick like you are like you're creating the experience so once you understand that you actually have that control it's like you you got you got to give it your all you got to go big or go home mm-hmm. I, I, turn like I, you can almost like snatch the soul out of, out of a guy mm-hmm. like, you're in control of his dick like he just you know before you know it like he done just dripping off his eyes roll back and like in that moment you like he kind of got like power and I, I find that very motivating and empowering I think sometimes the reason why um a lot of men may not like a woman's um head is because you're nervous you're thinking too much like oh my god am I doing right and you have a um, particular part in your book that was on chapter five where you talked about proper hygiene is used to keep your spiritual energy sanitized many of us can't manifest because we have unclean spiritual en- energy toxifying us inhibiting us from progressing our using clean cleansing agents to spiritually and oh girl you got some big words in here energetically clean space before i can yeah. so yeah yeah, yeah yeah giving head also like everything they're feeling and going through and stuff like that that can actually come off as you're giving a guy a head it's an energy exchange mm. it's an you it's you're literally exchanging spiritual energy physical energy 
all energy with this person right so it's like a lot of people they engage with people and then they real they they wonder why they can't get ahead in life they wonder why you know everything is falling apart it's kind of like let's just give it like on a monday let's give a mundane example right have you ever gone to a restaurant and like you go in you feeling good you with your friends you with your man whatever and then you leave you eat the food and then you leave and you're like i don't feel so good like and it's not like you're physically sick it's right. just like your energy is affected because whoever prepared your food could be going through whatever x y and z they could be going through a divorce they could be upset at their children right. they could be stressed out and they're cooking and putting that energy in your food and you're eating it i'm big on i was so tired before and yeah. um really? it, i mean i couldn't sleep i it's mean my, I was skipping my cycle didn't come on and yeah. you know very just very real and people don't really you know know understand how- that because we're not taught about that we're mm-hmm. just taught about the the surface level like oh create creative energy manifestation all that kind, and that's i'm not saying that's not important i'm just saying there are levels that that support that that we need to understand and that we need to talk about so yeah the energetic space like especially on cam right like i'm engaging with a lot of customers on cam i'm engaging with a lot of people mm-hmm. and they're literally coming out their life force right and i don't know i don't know who they are i don't know where they've been i don't know what is coming out of them right so for me to neutralize whatever just came out right i spray I got rose water. I spray that. I cleanse my space. I use sage. I use I got incense. Too. I keep that on me. My Eva bracelet. I don't play about stuff like that. <laughs> okay. So mm-hmm. it's like it's it, when you're when you understand it at this level, then you understand mm-hmm. that it's it's all, everything is energy. Everything mm-hmm. is energy. It's energy exchange. So whether you're sucking somebody's dick, whether you're camming, you're still exchanging energy with them, and you mm-hmm. want to protect yourself. Yes, and, it, and even to people who are watching this, they're thinking, well, you choose to suck dick. You can exchange energy just with your coworkers saying, hey, shaking their hands, saying, hey, good morning. Um, you're at Starbucks, you your coffee, and you have to touch their hand. You can exchange energy like that. So don't be a smart ass if you're watching. <laughs> <laughs> you think- <laughs> so, you know, I sent you a few questions because I knew this episode was coming up, and I just wanted to get other people's opinions um, on my Instagram story. So I asked a few questions for men and women. And one of the questions that I asked were, men, do you enjoy receiving fellatio? 86% said yes. And surprisingly, uh, only 4% said no. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, is there, do you find it odd that some men just don't like giving head? It's a yes and no for me, Kayla, because it's like, I understand that you know i alluded to earlier that like the head game is just so all over the place right so you don't know what you're about to get it's like a box of cracker jacks like you have no (laughs) idea what you're about to get when you engage in that right Mm -hmm. and some men have traumatic experiences with getting their dick nicked bitten just trauma right because that's a very sensitive area so it's like once you've done that two three four five times you're Mm -hmm. like damn i'm just gonna give up man just we not even gonna try it so it's kind of like they've been defeated right so it's like they don't even require it or they don't even include it in their experience because of all of the bad experiences that they had but tell them to come to cam tell them to come to hadusa on cam i got you you're gonna revitalize that okay yeah so i i'm not surprised at that the majority of course but yeah 
is it a deal breaker if a woman doesn't know how to give fellatio? Um, kind of the same thing, except for 86% said no, 14% said yes. Now, for some reason, I don't, I kind of feel like they was lying with this. <laughs> I, okay, so it really just depends because it's like, let, there's different types of women, right? And I'm not trying to stereotype I'm not trying to, you know, put people in boxes or anything like that. But it's like, you know, it's like, it's kind of messy out here. You got your main chick, you got your side chick, you got the side chick to the side chick, you got all that, right? So for the main chick, I would say it's mainly, and this, I'm just speaking generally. So this, if this doesn't apply, let it fly, please. All right. So it's like with the main chick, it's like, she's like wifey type, you know, she's like um, the trophy type she just she looks good she might not have all the skill set and just because she looks good that gives her a pass to not have to do certain things right Mm -hmm. that's how i see it then you got the side chick it's like she's independent you know she's just like doing whatever she wants to do and she might know how to really give you some bomb head Mm -hmm. right she might really 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 like get in it but she might not look how you want her to look or she's just on the side so it's like it's not that serious but it's like you have both of them right and it's kind of like they fulfill into like one person like because where one person lacks another person picks up right so it's like I see that like if you're looking at a specific type of woman it's not a deal breaker because women like you want me to what you want me to suck what boy bye go no but then they go over to the side chick and she's like she's all on it just like ready to go you know so it's just like it's it it depends on the different type of woman that you're engaging with and what yeah what she wants to do so if take on it too and i think that's probably the reason why a lot of men do cheat too i mean just not satisfied but you find somebody i'm telling y'all ladies if you don't want your dude sneaking creeping whatever it's like this is a this is an area unless he's been scorned in this area like we just mentioned unless <laughs> he's been traumatized in this area this is everybody every guy wants their dick sucked whether he's straight i, I think that too yeah and, and that's white. i think some men who have like smaller penises i don't know they get a little insecure they don't even want you to like touch it yeah, I'm not doing that, but <laughs> yeah, that's a no for me. Like, cause I engage with people who have like smaller penises on cam yeah. and they're more so, I don't know if you know about like the submissive men and like femdom, like female domination and financial domination. Do you know anything about those? No, like it's like I- a whole community. It's a whole lifestyle. Like female domination is kind of like the submissive, the dom, that type of experience. Did you have that in your book? I know you talked about. I don't. I don't. I don't do femdom unless I'm like doing it on cam. Like I, I'm not really in that community though. But it okay. is a pretty expansive community, especially on Twitter. Like financial domination is pretty much when you engage with men, they give you their money and they get off from giving you their money. And Girl, you can... <laughs> yeah, I found one like that. Hell, <laughs> and not necessarily a sugar daddy. Because he, don't want, with, so he don't want no sex. He just he just gets all giving you money. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she said, "Come here, come here." Right. So yeah. that's fendom. But then there's female domination, where it's like uh, you have submissive men and you do kinks with them. So it's like you could. There's a whole bunch of stuff you could do. 
with mm. them. I don't really want to get into it because that's a whole different topic. Right. But it's like as with submissive men, they usually have smaller penises. So it's like they so a lot of them like humiliation, like they don't want you to touch them or they want you to humiliate them. They want you to make them feel very small and they get off off of that. Right. So. Yeah, it's interesting, but it's like you can really work with whatever size you have. It's just how I approach it and how I engage with it is different. And surprisingly, the next question was, ladies, would you try to learn how to master fellatio if it was important to your man? 100% said yes. So, ladies, make sure you get the book. Get okay. these books, man. Get her book, because I watched them. I did watch them, and, you know, and I, I, I'm a part, I, I, this is how I learned. I learned how to give fellatio by watching like porn, watching white women. Because for some reason, I thought that white women was giving like really good like head because it seemed like they was connected on a spirit. Right. <laughs> it seemed like they was connected on a spiritual level other than <laughs> some porn. So it's just, oh. Were they like, sucking BBC? Were they sucking like black dick? The white chicks? Yeah. That's why, girl, girl, come on. <laughs> Queens of Spades, come on, they girl, they because they've never seen a dick like that, you know. Say they're like, oh, like yeah, it's like right. they, they they favorite candy bar or whatever, you mm. know. So that's probably why. But I, I honestly like watching black women give head. Honestly, I like watching <laughs> black women because it's like it's just have a flow instead of it being like and one and two and one and two and mm. it's like very methodical. It's like with with us. We have more rhythm, just naturally. Usually, we have more rhythm, so we could just flow through different things and just go from technique to technique. But you got to know what to do, and yeah. I give you the the puzzle pieces for you to put together so you can know what to do. Yes, All right, so that hundred percent. I'm Hadusa.com. Yes. So next question was, ladies, do you watch porn or webcam series? Eighty percent said yes, and twenty percent said no. Okay. Mm -hmm. That's actually higher than actually what I thought. Next yeah. question, ladies, do you enjoy giving fellatio? 100% said yes. Shout out to everybody that answered this. I see y'all. <laughs> Next question, this was kind of like um, half and half. Men, would you tell your significant other that their fellatio was bad? 57% mm -hmm. of men said yes, and 43% said no. Mm -hmm. So how, how would you give advice to women who the man be like, you know what? Like, your head is like, it's hurting me. I don't really like it. Mm -hmm. Like, what kind of advice would you give, like, women? Because that hurts your feelings. Your man tell you that your head is trash. Like, would you suggest that they just stop? Or, like, just try to research ways by getting your book, right. your video tutorial, and learning. Because clearly your man, he wants to enjoy it, but he's telling you, I don't like it. It's trash. Right, right. And this is a fine line, right? Because, guys, you don't want to be a-holes. You don't want to do mm -hmm. that, Right. But then mm -hmm. you don't want your dick all scraped up either. So I right. get it. I understand. I would say with that, it if you coach her, right, if you tell her, you know, move your head like this, move your hand like this, do that, oh. do that, then it's more of an inviting type of thing instead of being like, get off me, just turn around, like, I would stop. Right? right? You don't have to be all dramatic and stuff. You can just coach her through what feels good and be like hey yeah like encourage her like give her positive reinforcement make her actually want to do it right mm -hmm. and if, if if this is your favorite thing that's what you're gonna do 
and, and you might not know what the different techniques are called, what the different names are. You guys can even get my books, right? And then I have the video tutorials with them because I know people learn differently. We got people that just read, people that just watch, and a, a combination of both. So mm -hmm. you guys can even watch the tutorials together and be like, oh, okay, so she did this. Okay, try this. And it's like a step-by-step -step thing. It's like you're working you're, together instead of just a you versus me thing. Yeah, the videos are good because you went in slow motion, so you're able to actually see exactly what you were doing. That's great right. Right. Hmm. right. Yeah, you want to reinforce her. You want to give her encouragement because a lot of women are sensitive. Like with me, I suck dick in a certain way. I'm very assertive with it. So it's like, I'm, you just about to get this work. But right. a, lot of, <laughs> a lot of women aren't like that. They're like, they're already nervous about doing it. They're mm. already like apprehensive. They're already like, I don't know. So it's like when you make them feel comfortable, when you make them feel supported, then they're going to open up more. It's kind of like a little kid. It's like, you have to invite a little kid to be like, no, it's okay. No, come play with us. No, it's cool. Right. Like, and then once you invite them, give that, give them that permission, then they'll be like, they're themselves. They'll be comfortable. That's kind of the same thing that you want to do with engaging with someone, sucking your dick. That's only a supportive man, you know. Um, I think a man that you're just smashing, um, he's probably in a rush. And he probably don't really care about your feelings. Yeah. Yeah. So with, I mean, with that, with that, it's just like it is what it is. You got, yeah, take the L, man. Mm -hmm. Take it on the chin and just don't let that happen again. <laughs> yes. And then next, um, men, do you watch porn or webcam series? Six, sixty-seven percent said yes. Thirty-three percent said no. You know, thirty-three percent is lying. That girl <laughs> probably checking their stories. You answered what on this what? You answered this what on this poll? <laughs> feel like the women were <laughs> truthful but for some reason i feel like the men i feel like because I, I know who voted because you know i get to see you know who mm -hmm. voted stuff like that but i feel like the women were more truthful and i feel like we women you know of course you want to make your man feel good so them wanting to learn and you know them watching porn like they want to do what they can do to mm -hmm. actually a man and i think that's that's great that's great mm -hmm. mm. so what made you want to even like create this whole series? Because I think that these books are like honestly helping like women because normally women who don't know how to, honestly, I'm gonna be honest with you. I think a lot of women out there are scared to even talk about sex. I don't know why. Like you can't even talk about playing, like masturbating, uh, watching porn. Like a lot of them get like, ugh, about it. Mm -hmm. So they probably, they won't come to their friend and be like, girl, like you know how to master it? Mm -hmm. So I think, Find a book or getting video tutorials seems more safer. Nobody really knows that you're watching and nobody knows you're reading the book. So yeah. was that whole goal was like to help women who may not feel comfortable going to their homegirl? Like, hey girl, like I know you're a master at something. Can you help me out? Yeah, and another thing is they might go to their friend and their friend might be great, but they don't know how to explain it to them. So they just hit a dead end, right? And I do want to say that in society, like feminine energy in general and female sexual energy is, is very like, it's considered to be evil. It's considered, and this is just mainstream, negative. You know, if, if a woman gets raped, it's like, oh, she shouldn't have been wearing that. Whereas wow. it's not on the man, right? So it's yeah. just like, just in mainstream society, and this is transitioning, right? It's like pretty much like, Everything that's been going on, especially like the last two years, 
it's like a great awakening it's kind of like a death and rebirth type of thing right so Mm -hmm. it's like the more male dominated dynamic in in sex is like female energy is bad it's evil it's taboo it's all these negative things but it's like literally life force energy it's a literally creative energy it literally births and gives imagination to what's created in physical reality right Mm -hmm. so it's just like we've been taught to stay away from it and that it's bad and religion and all these kinds of things but it's like with me and how I am if somebody tells me not to do something I'm gonna run and do it I'm gonna just Mm -hmm. go and see for myself like why are you telling me not to do this right so that's kind of the type of signaling or type of alarm that I wanted to awaken in people where it's like okay I'm talking about one of the most taboo subjects right but how am I talking about it? In what way am I talking about it? And how can you change your perspective that's been conditioned by one way, the mainstream way, the main type of way? How can you get more insight on this other perspective? So then you can decide whether you want to fuse the two together, whether you want to just go on one side or the other, but you have both sides of the story instead of just going and running with that one already promoted narrative that's just tired it's dead like it's tired right I agree with you yes I think a lot of the black churches too I mean I think I talked about this on somebody else's shows like they got like us scared to even touch ourselves like I always feel like if you can't touch your own body you don't know what your own like, how are you going to explain to somebody else how are you going to like if you don't mm-hmm. know yourself how are you going to engage with someone else mm-hmm. I agree I agree and it's just like, we're taught, don't do this, don't do that, don't. So I'm going to do it, and I'm going to see it, and <laughs> I'm going to let you know how it is. And that's what I do in my book series is I let you know, yes, this is what's taught, but you have to unlearn to relearn. That's what I'm challenging you to do. My type of material is for people with the eyes to see and the ears to hear. If you don't, if you don't vibe with it, it's cool. It's not for you. You're not ready at that point in time, and it's okay. Like, there's no judgment right? Mm -hmm. But then if you are ready and you want to open yourself more to what your sexual energy is, what your creative energy is, how they work together, then you can take that journey and you can create that journey for yourself, by yourself, so that you are empowered, not only in this area, but just in life in general. Like it unlocks and opens several doors for you to really love yourself, accept yourself, and trust yourself that you know what's 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 best for you. You create boundaries for you. I agree. Mm-hmm. And then you engage with other people. It's very important to know thyself. And a lot of like mastery, um, like like programs and, and, and religions, they teach you about that in their core like commandments or beliefs or systems, but it's like it's lost in translation, it seems like when we're getting taught about it like in a mass type of perspective it's like you have to read it and find it and seek it for yourself instead of it being taught to you over and over again like I think that especially religion it teaches people to be followers a lot instead of like having their own original thoughts having Uh, their own original type of of thinking or their own original type of perspective I agree. I, I like the fact that we got onto this too, because when I tell people stuff like this, they they don't understand. That's kind of why I kind of hated going to church as a kid, because I'm more spiritual now. Because I was like, okay, well, I want to look into other religions and see why, like, they believe in this God and why they believe in that. 
And you know, with the churches, like everybody just goes by what the pastor says. Kind of, they all roll together, whatever. Growl together. Uh-huh. Just I, in, a, in a herd. And it's like, I'm not coming at that. It's fine. If that is your path, that is your path. I'm just, I'm just, I'm, a, I'm an outlier. Yeah. So I'm sharing you, I'm sharing with you my outlier experience. And then you can, you know, get, you can, you can get empowered yourself. Right. Mm-hmm. And then you can become inspired to share that with other people. I agree. I definitely agree with that. Like, and then even, you know, we're getting closer towards the end of the show and I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure um, people are just real judgmental. Oh, I can't stand judgmental people, girl. You know, and people probably saw the title, you know, didn't know where we was going with this, but it may have a misconception about you at the beginning of the interview. But at the end, they probably like, wow, you know what I'm saying? She's a big go ahead to this website. <laughs> this woman. So what like misconception do you think that webcam artists, um, webcam models, and even porn stars get that you want to set the record straight on? Got you. I say the biggest thing that people that people say about webcaming is that it's not a real job. They're like, you need to go get a real job. You need to go <laughs> you need to go do that. And it's like, am I not making real money? Right. I'm making real money. I'm not making Monopoly money. I'm not, I'm not making chips and coins. Usher, like, usher, usher bugs me, though. Okay, people. No. Right, usher bugs. <laughs> I heard about that. I'm like, what, what is this? Okay, anyways, but it's like, I'm not making, I'm not making fake money. I'm making real money. I can pay bills with it. So I can pay, t- I have to pay taxes, right? Yeah. As a webcam performer, you have to pay taxes. So Why just understand. Yeah, it's real, right? It's like, we are the rebels in society or we are the the outcasts in society but they still want our tax money right so mm-hmm. hey it's it's legal work right so right. i honestly find that this is one of the funniest misconceptions because not only does this career path take work take effort it also takes skills that many people don't have even if they try to do it and again by doing this you get paid you set your own schedule. You're your own boss. You can work any time of day, any time of night that you want to. All you got to do is log in and press broadcast now and you get paid well for it, right? Another mm-hmm. misconception that I talked about is the OnlyFans thing, right? And right. just understanding that you have to direct your own traffic to the site. Also understanding that it's more of a long end process. It's a long end game. It's a journey. It's a slow build. It takes time to build your following up. So being right. patient with yourself, understanding that it's not just like a get rich quick scheme, you're not going to get frustrated and you're not going to get burnt out as much if you approach it like that instead of approaching it like they're talking about in the songs and in society. So right. those are the two main misconceptions that I want to talk about. I think that's especially the OnlyFans advice because I think uh, a lot of girls, they sometimes we look at like the Instagram models who already had half a million followers so you see they're living good off OnlyFans, but you don't put it in perspective that, okay, they are they, have- a lot of, they have brand ambassadorships. Like they have a lot of different streams of income. Mm-hmm. So then they just started OnlyFans. Like it's like OnlyFans is like, you want to look at it as like another stream of income first and foremost. And right. then if it becomes your main source of income, that's cool. But you don't want to put all your eggs just in that basket. Like when you see these Instagram models or these OnlyFans models or, or webcam performers even doing this. And it's not, I want to say OnlyFans just isn't about sex work, like sex, the sex industry. It can be about other things as well. You just have fans. Like you want to promote your content to your fans and get paid for it, right? 
So it just doesn't have to be about sex. So with that being said, I was going to say that you want to pretty much do it as like, I don't want to say necessarily a side hustle, but just like a budding business. You know how like some people are entrepreneurs and they start their own product line or whatnot. It's like, yeah, you could sell a whole bunch of product right at the beginning, but you're probably not going to do that. You have to promote, you have to build, you have to engage with other people for them to want to buy it. You have to create an experience for people, for them to want to engage with you. So keeping that in mind and understanding that it's a slow build, you won't get frustrated. You won't get burnt out. Your expectations won't get shot down. I think that's great advice, especially to a lot of ladies who want to start their OnlyFans. I think that was some great advice that Dusa gave you all. Now, you know, you are a webcam artist, but you are a businesswoman too. So I think that's the, you're definitely, your brand is much different than some women who just log on, you know, do what they got to do and they get off. But you're out here and get yourself on these shows. So when was it for you where you was like, you know what, I'm good at giving head but i'm also good at being a businesswoman like when was it for you it was like i'm going to combine the two mm-hmm. and i'm going to my own boss build my brand because you had a great chapter in your webcam creative artist and performer route perspective book where you broke it down on creating your brand your niche mm-hmm. like i was like you don't even have to be a webcam artist any businesswoman can take little things right. out right in a, everyday life right And that's how I wanted to write it to just like from an objective point of view, like taking the sex out of it, taking Mm -hmm. the taboo out of it and just giving you the fish and you spitting out the bones. Like I just wanted you to give you the real deal holy field so that you can apply it to anything you want to. Right. Even Mm -hmm. if you even if you just want to do webcaming part time, which uh, I don't really suggest that I'm like, that's just my thing is I go big or go home. Like I'm going to give it my all or I'm just not going to do it. But some women, they want to do this part-time. That's totally fine. But it's like, even if you just do it part-time, you can still apply that to other areas of your life, other businesses that you may have, even corporate life, right? Mm-hmm. So when I realized it's more about branding, it's more about becoming your own boss, is I realized that you have to lay a solid foundation for yourself and you have to build from that foundation. Like, And there are two main like building blocks that... Mm-hmm. I give people it's like if you're going to get into this industry right this the sex industry in general you have to have a persona that's the first foundation block mm. you have to have a persona that is your own that is natural to you that is substantial to grow for you to grow through and evolve through so that you don't you're not capping yourself right I feel like a lot of people they just choose names and they're like that sounds good but it has no backing it has no basis and then they just right. flake out because there's nothing that's anchoring them to continuing and, and, and remaining consistent with that persona, right? right? So you want it to be like the right fit where it's like not choking you, but it's not too loosey-goosey where you can still have some guidance and you can have a niche that you focus on, right? And mm-hmm. the second building block is to specialize, right? When I say specialize, I talk about just having like one main specialty, right? You have one main one, then you have a number two, and then you can do other things if you want to do that, right? So for example, with Hedusa, my main one is I'm a master oralist, right? I'm a dick sucking expert. I have a secondary one, and then I have the supporting other ones, right? So you want to have something that you're known for, something that people, when people think about you, your persona, your name, 
they can relate it to, oh, this is what she's a specialist in, mm-hmm. right? Not just doing everything. You want to be great at a few things, not wow. just average at everything, right? I- yeah. So these are like the two building blocks that I really find that are important for you to lay your foundation from. Then you can focus on things like your logo, starting your social media, building your social media, uh, choosing what sites you want to cam on or what in what part of the sex industry that you want to focus on. But you have to have these two things locked and loaded first. I think that's really great advice too. Because some, like for example, there's a lot of porn stars like Pinky, like that pink hair is like epic. That's legendary. Like you will always think of her in that pink hair. That was her thing. Mm-hmm. So I branding yourself, it don't matter if you are a sex worker or if you are trying to be um just trying entrepreneur, to bake, whatever. Paint baking cookies, you know, right. any type of brand is everything, but you gotta do the research. You right. gotta be about it. And so before we actually close the episode, I was one thing that you want to just leave everybody with before we close the episode out. I think that was great also. Yes. Thank you. I appreciate it. This is, this is great. I love this, this interview. It was dope. Um, so at the beginning, I would say at the beginning of you starting your career in the sex industry, whether that's in webcaming and porn, you're a content creator, it's important to determine what your why is. Mm. Like why asking yourself questions like, why are you starting this? journey why are you choosing to do this day in and day out I stress in both of my book series that your why is a decision that you can only make for yourself it needs to be deep enough for you to to continue to push to drive and stay motivated to remain consistent you have to remain consistent in this industry as well there's a lot of money and specifically the webcaming industry and if you're able to get your ducks in a row as far as specializing getting your performance routines together, remaining consistent, having multiple streams of income, which I'm, which I mentioned before, you're really able to create like a flow and filtration system to funnel people into spending money with you, right? If they're not about cam life, then they can buy your content. If they're not about that, then they can buy a book from you. If they're not about that, they can do a consultation. It's mm-hmm. there's, you want to have, you want to be able to engage with people in the way that they want to engage with you right but you want it to you want it to be general enough so you're not just like overworking yourself but you want to have a lot of different options so what resonates with one person that resonates with them what resonates with another person that resonates with them right but it all stems from your why and you being consistent with that why so you can only answer that for yourself and once you answer that once you solidify that you can always come back to that refer back to that when you don't feel like working when you don't feel when you when you're feeling down and out when you're feeling not your best right because it's not like we're always just on 100 percent. like yes i can't wait to do it's every single day the same thing mm-hmm. and it's like when when you aren't feeling so hot you you remember your why and then you get inspired because you, I'm sure you have goals, you have short-term, long-term goals that you want to achieve, and you have to remain consistent in order to achieve them. That is amazing. I think that right there is probably going to help even a lot of people who may be feeling like, okay, I don't want to do this or that. You got to think about why you're passionate about it, why you're even doing it. I, I tell people this all the time. It's like people who want to get it, even my industry, um, like why you want to do it. If you can't answer me why you want to do it, you don't need to be doing it. You're not ready. Yeah, just answer, like you have to answer that for yourself. You're not doing it because X, Y, and Z says so and so because X, Y, and Z can change. People change. 
people fail you. Like we hear about this all the time. People fail you, people this. So it's mm-hmm. like you want your why to be something that's personalized to you, that's important yeah. to you, that is made by you. So you blame yourself when things go wrong. You rely on yourself when things go right. Oh, girl. Girl! <laughs> yes. I, I, I didn't even know we was going to click like this because I swear to God, huh. I don't know what. Like, I depend on myself. Like, uh-uh. I, I really applaud that. Like, I depend on myself. I'm going to be the person that get me to where I got to be. So I can't blame it. But like, oh, you're the reason why I'm not successful. Uh-uh. No, I'm putting my success in my own hands. And that goes for everybody. It don't matter what career feel that you're doing mm-hmm. that was a great great show hey Deuce, it was really nice meeting you yeah. um i told you it was gonna be no judgment uh one thing about me i'm all about girl power man i don't care how you get your money all <laughs> i want us women to get our own money and yeah. not depending on nobody there's a lot of money out here to be made as long as you ain't hurting nobody you ain't right. killing no money and anybody else in your field get your money okay and yeah. Lady, stop being so judgmental, everybody, all the time. Okay? Yeah. And I just want to say just a couple last things, Kayla. I do want to say thank you so much for inviting me and having me on your platform just to, like, authentically speak about everything Mm -hmm. and just share about what I do, what I've created and everything. And thank you, everybody, for listening. You know? Take take from it what you will. All Mm -hmm. right? And I, I like to speak to people based on they're like subconscious level so it's like even if you don't agree on the conscious level with anything i said your subconscious is still taking it in and it can, it's still being applied okay just keep that in mind but i do want to say like again all of my products all of my services you can find them in one place i have two different book series which mm-hmm. again are the official blowjob handbook the official webcam handbook series i have an only fans i do skype shows with people as well uh, where I perform on cam for them. I do virtual education, blowjob education sessions with people, with my clients. Uh, I have clip sites, clips for sale, my porn hub, my social media. It's all housed under my website, which is imhedusa.com. That's I as in ice, A as in apple, M as in money, hedusa, H-E-A, D as in door, USA.com. So thank you again, Kayla. Thank you again, everyone. I appreciate it. Hey, y'all. Just want to say thank you so much for watching the show. Hope you enjoyed it. If you enjoyed it, don't forget to like, comment, share, and of course, hit that subscription button. I am grateful for every view, whether you like me or you don't. And don't forget, I got a podcast too. There are exclusive episodes on that podcast. So don't forget to go check that out as well. They're on Spotify, iTunes, iHeartRadio, Pandora. Baby, I'm everywhere, okay? And follow me on social media. I'm Kayla Got the 411 on Twitter, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, Pinterest, Tumblr, baby. Like I said, I'm everywhere. Thank you again for watching the show, and I'll see you on the next episode of Kayla Got the 411.